0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, John, on his ride to, home, from, where, when, and why are you right now, John? Where are you at? Heading, heading home
1: from Epcot.
0: Woo-hoo-hoo. How was your day today, John? Very uneventful?
1: Uh, four runs to Epcot French Quarter and two runs to Disney Springs uh, Riviera, and that'd be about it.
0: Awesome. So you, you were in the French Quarter today?
1: I was. Oui, we How- oui
0: how tempted were you to go in to get some beignets or beignets you know, it was
1: it was it was funny doug i uh, on my third trip over there there was a group of uh, ladies uh they got on the bus and they had this is this is the mistake we had talked about a bunch of times before they had been somewhere at one of the monorail resorts and decided they were going to head over to epcot and then take the gondolas to hollywood studios well, that's not quite going to work, is it? Because the gondolas pick up at the Gateway, <laughs> the monorails drop off at the main entrance. And so that just doesn't work. So we end up with about four or five groups every morning of people that are going, well, how do I get to Hollywood Studios? Uh, you don't. <laughs> but um, so, I mean, you, you, basically, if, if I don't have if I have time, I'll drop you off. But if I don't have time and I'm on a timed route, you're gonna to have to ride with me to the resort I'm going to. Get off my bus. Get on another bus going to Hollywood Studios. And so that's what they were doing. So they, they got on the bus. We're going to French Quarter. And I said, all right. So if you're going if you're going to Hollywood Studios, you need to go up to that uh, bus terminal right in front of me, and that's, that bus is gonna take you to Hollywood Studios. But if you got time, I'd recommend you go inside and get you some beignets. <laughs> we go, uh, uh, we're from New Orleans. And I go, well
0: then never mind. Excuse so, me. Well, I just said, well, then you're the perfect person to go try them, to let us know if they're authentic or not. Give me a yeah. review. So, uh, and then I said, being true from New Orleans, do you not eat them at home either? I mean, come <laughs> on. I, if I see a cheesesteak, i got to try it every once in I a while just to know. pick I've on it. You,
1: I've, I've heard you be pretty snotty about cheesesteaks down here. Yes, so I have. I, 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 I,
0: actually, I actually had some really good ones last night. But I'll tell you what. The cheese steaks are one thing because they're hard I mean the beignets there are fin- they can't be any they're they're phenomenal. Now I've had yeah, the cheesesteaks there they're not great at all, John.
1: I will I would say I would say that the Creole food or Cajun food inside uh Boat rights and uh and uh the place, what is the place there? The uh food factory yeah french quarter both of those leave something to be desired i would i would say i would put that on par with maybe instant <laughs> yeah. mixes or yeah. something but you. the beignets no they're fresh fried and powdered yeah. sugar i mean what more do you really need from a beignet it's it's a uh, it's uh pretty much a fried donut with uh, powdered sugar on it so yeah. <laughs> you know long and, as it's fresh
0: and, and i will say over at riverside at the food court dairy the old mill i will say like uh that had like the pasta and all that they made us i i've talked about that before that fresh pasta they had like the shrimp scampi like yeah, with well, the yeah you make
1: your own mix and all yes, that stuff that yeah.
0: was really out of this world and i will say for on disney property that was one of the best values you'd ever get you could ever get because literally me brendan mom could all split that for <laughs> dinner that's how much yeah, they was... gave you
1: that was a big old box of pasta. But nonetheless I, I wouldn't compare their their Cajun food to anything from New Orleans, you know. I mean it's just not the same stuff. We made it at boat rides or yeah, boat rides a couple of times. It's not it's not equivalent to New Orleans food, but nonetheless it's a it's a sampling,
0: you know. No, I'll and, tell you and, what, and it's like better a... than the cheesesteaks, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. We had some fresh cheesesteaks actually here last night. Brenda let us do a little cheating. I had from my local place John's Pizza which I've been going to him for the past 30 uh, 27 years since we lived here he's he's a good Italian boy you know what I'm saying it owns a his name is Sal but it's called John's Pizza Pizza it's, I, I don't know what it is in the tri-state area like John's Pizza is like anywhere you find one even though they're none of them are owned by the same people really most of them for some reason they're the best pizza some of the best pizza places around but the owner's name is Sal
1: Well, Doug, that goes to show you how many people are transplanted from New Jersey down here. Uh, I would say half of the independent little pizza places down here are John's Pizza or John's Subs. Yeah, exactly.
0: So (laughs) So, uh, now that's proven my point. That's the way it works. But he is – we have one of the local ones here in Sal's been making his family because when I I originally started going there, his father and mother both worked in the place. It was his, but they both worked for him, and I'm sure he got his – cut his teeth making pizza from his daddy and his mommy you know what i mean and pasta and all but their food is really good we got we got a cheesesteak with extra cheese we got a large large pizza with green peppers and onions and an order of fries last night we were living large john
1: Ooh, that sounds like heartburn town
0: sounds it was
1: good but heartburn town
0: yep it was awesome though. It was really good they uh they make a, a good a good a pie john a good a pizza pie I don't mean to offend any of you fine Italians out there, but I probably did.
1: <laughs> you're but, from the Northeast, you're allowed to.
0: Yeah, Bada-bing, bada but a boom, you know. You know. Anyhow, how was uh, no stroller gate this week?
1: No, no stroller gate. Uh, dude left his spit bottle on my bus, which will ruin your day. No, oh, dude,
0: dude. Talk about things that should be outlawed.
1: Oh, that is so disgusting. How do you? And how do you go to a. I, I just don't get it, dude. I mean, I'm I I grew up in the South, and and I realize Orlando's not really the South, but I did have quite a few rednecks where I oh, grew up. Oh,
0: dude, but, not many people know this. I will. I'm going to stick up for you. There's actually more cowboys in Florida than there is in Texas because of all the farms you guys got down the middle of the state. There's a lot of cowboys with all the cattle and, and horses you have in Florida. Yeah,
1: there's there's a whole lot of cattle, yes. especially in the western side of the country. Yes. Uh, western side of the state. So. Yes. But uh, yeah, I mean, and I've always found. But I never had any interest to dip.
0: No, <laughs> Just dude. no
1: interest whatsoever, and I always found it disgusting. And and man, if you gotta do it, do it. But but God sakes, take your bottle with you. I no. really don't want to clean that up.
0: Dude, um, I I feel like because we every once in a while we will get a couple guys on on the job site that are constantly spitting in that in in, in that water bottle and or Pepsi bottle, and I yep. just want to pour it over their head. I, I mean, I really, I, it's just so disgusting. It's like like I will get in fights with them if I'm eating lunch in the same room with them. Believe it or not, I, I- I'll tell them how you, disgusting they really? are.
1: You are always do, so reserved and quiet. And, but do you want
0: to? Uh, thank you, John. You know me so well. But do you want to? <laughs> do you want to watch somebody spitting in their water bottle while you're eating your lunch?
1: <laughs> uh, no, no, I don't. No I
0: don't,
1: I don't want to I don't want to find it on my bus either. I really it, don't. No. Or pirates uh, let's see, I found them on the bus, I found them on Pirates of the Caribbean boats.
0: Yeah, it's 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 disgusting no matter where you find it. No, it's horrible, horrible, horrible. Uh speaking of wonderful, 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 your wonderful wife won our championship, didn't she? She
1: was rather proud of herself.
0: Yes, yeah, she should be. Yes.
1: You know, yes, she did. So yeah, yeah.
0: Tell her yeah, all so. don't tell her and and I don't want her to I was going to kid and say all the guys let her beat us, but she actually won it fair and square. She did a good job.
1: Yep, yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah, a very yeah, good she, job. Did, yeah she, she worked hard on it this year and uh, actually did pretty well. So. Yeah,
0: I had the whole – my uh, problem, in My I lost my other championship because I had uh, – I, I outscored everybody by over 150 points in my main Dynasty League, and the last two weeks of the season I had nine guys out with COVID in my championship game, John.
1: It figures right
0: yeah it was just that kind i was 12 and one go i was 12 and one in two leagues john and or 12 and one in my one league 10 and two in my other league uh most points in both leagues and because i draft a lot of because i believe in drafting the same players on all teams because you believe in them in one you believe in them in all and i don't like competing against guys that um am I, I don't you got like having, yeah yeah
1: yeah you understand that
0: yeah so i try to draft like a lot of the same guys so in two leagues i really got crippled by that the one league i was 12 and one which is my other espn league i had all these guys go down and even the one guy jonathan taylor which you know is a stud the running back from the colts he played yeah. he was the number one running back at fantasy this year he played but the championship game four of his four of the offensive linemen his starters went out with COVID, and the center the third play of the game got knocked out of the game. So he's entire offensive line was going from the game, John. So that, that didn't help him at all, Johnny. You know what I'm saying? It was that no, year. No,
1: no, uh, you, you know, it's great to be a running back, but you need that offensive line to really get you going. So
0: hundred percent, especially when three of them are pro bowlers, you know, they yeah. had one of the best offensive lines in football. So, but congratulations to my buddy, Paul, who won in my league and, uh, and, and, Lisa the beautiful Lisa who won in ours and we'll got the kicker butt next year.
1: Yeah, have to start sizing it up and see what we can do for next year. So
0: but speaking of football, my wonderful Philadelphia Eagles, play your stupid Tom Brady's tomorrow.
1: Yes, the uh, Buccaneers versus the Deagles.
0: Yeah, so It'll
1: be interesting to, to see what's going to happen in beautiful, beautiful Tampa Bay. Now, you have to agree with me, Doug. If we were going to have a weather off, I think Tampa's going to beat you. Uh, I'm
0: just saying. A hundred percent. And I've had this discussion with my buddy uh, Kent today. And I know I'm going to take – I'll take a beating for this. But I, this is how I feel. I don't think any team, like tonight – New England's playing Buffalo in Buffalo, and it's going to be like three degrees at kickoff. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to watch that. I'm going to watch the game, but I don't want. I I mean, if the like the NFL and I'm using air quotes here really cared about the players and they're worried about the blunt force blunt force trauma to the head and concussions and injuries, like they say, we just like Disney says it. We really care about you. You're our number one priority. So if the players are really their number one priority, John. Isn't it a lot safer to land on a field that's thirty de- uh, that's seventy degrees than a field that's <laughs> minus ten? Am I wrong, John? Uh, I, I would
1: think so. Uh, yeah, I would definitely think so. Uh, and These every are hockey players. So, yeah,
0: no, yeah. and even hockey players, they all play indoors. Why aren't they outside yeah. and 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 on on, sh- on thin ice? Let them fall through the ice, everyone. Make it real exciting. <laughs> My opinion is, and I've never been one of these knuckleheads. That, yeah, yeah. Watching them, you watch football in the snow. Yeah, it's fun. It brings out the kid in you. But I don't want to watch a game decided because the best team didn't win because they the, the snow came down and a snowblower came out to give a field goal. Or I, I want to see. I think every stadium should be. It, it should have a, a retractable roof. They should have to play on good and good I want to see the best team win in the in the perfect environment. I don't want to see rain. I don't want to see snow. I don't want 40 mile an hour winds blowing through the stadium. So a team that was throwing the ball all year long all of a sudden can't throw the game ball. I want to see the best team win. Does that and I don't want to see players get hurt? Because most of these most of these injuries that are concussions is not the helmet to helmet. It's the player's helmet hitting the ground. Like a bat, when his head's slapping backwards into the, into the ground. Am I wrong?
1: And you're saying the frozen ground might be a little less forgiving than yes. a 70-degree field?
0: Yeah. Mm, interesting. And also, as a human being, John, when it's 60 to 70 degrees out, don't your joints move a little better than when they're minus 5? Well, yeah. You now you, you see where I live, Doug. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Do you prefer, John, to run in sneakers that are dry, or do you like them when they're soaking <laughs> wet, John? Do you really prefer uh. that?
1: Well, Doug, I spent my three and a half years in New Jersey, and I came back down here as soon as possible. (laughs) There you go, buddy. I'm just so tired. There wasn't a whole lot of thinking about it. Man, I love this cold weather so much. I'm saying – No, I I don't remember saying that.
0: Yeah, I'm just so tired of the idea, Yo, dude, football's a man's sport. We need to play in the snow and the rain. We're tough guys. I don't care about – the Lambeau Field, even the advantage of a lot of these stadiums isn't the advantage anymore because most of the players, like back in the day with Green Bay, the same players would play there like ten years or eight years. They built a, a way they played. Nowadays, these players move from team to team so much. I I it just it's a luck of the draw if you fumble in the snow or not. You you know what I'm saying, John?
1: Yeah. Well, and and think about the origination of the college bowl games, Doug. You know, yeah. uh, 40 years ago when they started the bowl games, where did they place them at? New Orleans, Miami, Orlando, Pasadena, yeah. California. Uh, they didn't decide to put one in, uh, you know,
0: Buffalo. No. And, uh, <laughs> no, it's just,
1: and, you know. So, I mean, that's where people. I mean, that's where people want to go, and that's where you, where the players want to play.
0: Yeah, so. they, they should all have domed or retractable roofs. So I could see beautiful northeast uh, fall, 60, 70 degrees, or 50, 60 degrees. You have the top open. I get that. Rainy day, you're paying, you're paying. Let's use Tom Brady for an example. Twenty five million dollars a year, and you want him uh, tearing his ACL because it was raining out? It's just stupid. There, well, it's just stupid.
1: After bragging about the weather, I do have to admit that we we do have a front coming through tomorrow. No, you do. It may, it may be raining
0: at the Tampa game. So. And you want to know something? That's an advantage for the Eagles, because we're a power running team. If, if, if Tom can't throw, it's an advantage for us. Right? Because yeah, our, yeah. our offensive and defensive line is the best part of our team. And Jalen Hurts can run a little bit better than Tom Brady. Can't we agree on that? I think so. I think so. So, so it, would be, it would be good for the Eagles if there are 30-mile-an-hour wing gusts there, don't you think, a little bit?
1: No, I certainly hope not, but we'll see.
0: Yeah, well, that's the deal. But anyway, and I put it out there this week, too, and everybody wonders why I, I think the NFL favors Tom Brady and why I'm, tired. I, I'm so tired of Tommy. They put out this video on the NFL on their Twitter account. Tom Brady and the Philadelphia Eagles have had great clashes, two Super Bowls. Like, they're building up the game. It's supposed to be Philadelphia against... Tampa Bay, right? And Tom. Instead of saying Tampa Bay box, they got to use Tom against the Eagles. Okay, but anyway, it's this three-minute video clip. Not a, it has not like now it's saying the game's going to be a tough game between Tom Brady and the Philadelphia Eagles. But when you watch the three-minute clip, it's about every great play Tom Brady made. It's not about the strip sack. It don't even show us beating them. It doesn't show Philly special. It doesn't. It shows everything that Tom did great in both of those Super Bowls, John. And well, he's
1: the most popular guy in the sport right now. Nah, so
0: yeah. Well, and, and he gets favoritism. And I'm waiting I'm waiting tomorrow for the multiple pass interference and roughing the passers tomorrow. We'll probably out pen, we'll probably have penalties two to one to you guys tomorrow.
1: I'm, I'm just glad we don't live close enough to watch the game together. That's oh we awesome.
0: wouldn't I I don't watch <laughs> dude, I don't watch the game with anybody. Nobody I can't
1: imagine you do that, no. you know, for you, you allow Presley in there to watch no,
0: it. He comes in but he's as mean as I am, so it's okay. <laughs> I don't watch games with nobody. I don't go nowhere. I stay right here in my. and Everybody calls it Doug's uh, barracks over here. My uh, the vault. I go in the vault and leave, and, and this is my. What it, what are they called? The the bomb shelters where I go into Yeah, that. your safe room. Yeah. Uh, if you if you win a
1: game, how long does it take you to before you come out?
0: Either or, I'm out right away. I get, dude. Oh, okay. I I don't hold nothing in. I'm oh, like.
1: Okay, so you can turn it off.
0: Yes. You know, I'm going for 20 minutes after. <laughs> no, the only reason, the only way I do that is, is, I, and, and I even do it with other games. Like if it's a, if it's a blatant like pass interference that the NFL, like the officials don't call. I don't like anything being unfair, John. Like even a couple weeks ago, my wife is, or my wife was going to me when I was yelling about it because it was after the game. It was something the Eagles got away with, and she's like, "Well, you got, it was for you." But I don't want it to be for me. It wasn't a rough uh, – uh, Jalen Hurts was in bounds and they threw a flag, and the guy pushed him out, and they threw a flag on roughing and the, the, the passer. I'm like, are we playing patty cakes now? I mean, they barely touched him. And it was a fourth – it was like a third and nine, and he got like seven yards, if you follow me, and it gave us the first down. But yeah. we didn't deserve that first down. So, but uh, I rant and rave about, I hate bad calls, John. I just want the game to be called fair and the best team to win. If the Eagles win or lose, I just don't want it to be where it's a pass interference on Gronkowski in the end zone when he takes my linebacker's face, pushes him out the back of the end zone, and then turns around and catches the ball. That's what I don't want to say, (laughs) which I'll see it multiple times tomorrow. So, I'm waiting for that. But anyway, it ought to be a good game. I think I, I think it's going to be closer to nine points. I would take the Eagles in the points. I'll tell you that. I'm not saying we're definitely going to win, but I would take the Eagles in the points tomorrow. Yeah, I think the Bucks pulled out. So we'll be all right. Not saying they won't win. I'm, I just don't think they'll beat the Eagles by nine and a half points.
1: I don't know the toughest game they had all of last year was the first game so yeah and that was against the washington redskins or the uh, washington football team yeah watch um, did, did out. That's that that's a racial
0: slur to me john uh, apologize uh, to me uh, yeah and my people
1: that, mr davis yeah. did you did you see all that big hoopla that they're making about call, uh, getting a new name out yeah two 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 and on peacock and nbc and oh yeah. good
0: grief really yeah. what are they going to be the washington admirals now
1: I I don't know it, it's gonna I would think it's gonna have to be something to go with I mean what's their hockey team the capitals baseball teams Nationals. so mm. something to do with that it can't be the senators so
0: I, I'm waiting with all the only thing you ever see on the news anymore is is COVID and the insurrection I'm surprised they don't call them the Washington insur- insurrection John <laughs> so it's Washington never forgotten
1: Roosevelt, Washington revolution
0: yes no nah. but anywho I uh um, it's going to be an exciting game tomorrow, John. I think it's going to be a good game. And, yeah, you don't want to watch with me. Nobody watches with me. I can't go That'll to the bars. I anyway, don't go anywhere. So. What's that?
1: I'll be at work anyway.
0: So. What time you get done tomorrow?
1: Uh, five.
0: Five o'clock? Yeah. Are you going to tape it?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll have it taped.
0: So, now you want to talk about a little bit of Disney craziness. I was going to... I was going to, my friend texted me this the other day to ask me, because it was his wife's birthday. Is there any chance that you, your buddy John could get her a figment popcorn nope. bucket? I nope. said, I I, I said I was at work, so I said, I'll, I'll look into it. And Because I, I, I didn't want to get into it. Are you out of your mind? <laughs>
1: that would have been the more accurate statement. Uh, so, I mean, Doug, if I'm...
0: Presley's yelling about it, too. Okay.
1: Okay. Alright, I was going to say, if I'm not going to go stand in my li- in the line for my wife, I, I'm certainly not standing in the line for somebody else's wife. So, I appreciate the thought, but no, that ain't happening.
0: Well, get a load of this, John. Like, who? I mean, I love Brenda with all my heart. And I would seriously think about it. But I, ju- I don't think I could do it. Do you believe they are actually selling from around... Somewhere we saw numerous fig, figment popcorn sell for around three hundred dollars yesterday, and as the third party part supply begins to dry up, we are now seeing bids passing one thousand dollars for this stupid popcorn bucket, John.
1: <laughs> it's the purest form of capitalism. Purest
0: but John form
1: of Capitalism. All kidding it is aside. supply and demand.
0: All kidding aside. And it, and it really made me happy because Robbie tweeted, I don't know. Did you see Robbie tweeting out that something Doug would do would hand the popcorn bucket to a kid at the back of the line?
1: No.
0: Somebody on Twitter, I I forget the guy's name, so bear with me, but somebody was at Epcot, and they they were at the front of the line, and they got the two popcorn buckets I think they were allowed to get. And he went to the back and gave somebody else one. And Robbie said, and Robbie retweeted it and said that's something my, our buddy Doug would do, which that really made me feel good that Robbie thinks that good of me, John.
1: He can think that good of you, Doug. I'm a lot more practical. I take it home, put it on eBay. It's the way I am. So I mean, I, and I don't understand people that get so upset about it. You can only buy two. I have one. I'm going to sell it and somebody's going to buy it. I really don't see the uh, I, I don't see the problem with it. it. To me, it is the purest form of capitalism. It's supply and
0: demand. So. No, it's 100% fine. And But to me, and and don't be offended, but you're probably going to be. If anybody is dumb enough to pay $1,000 for one of those popcorn buckets, you're out of your mind. Like, I, what are you ever going to do with it? I mean, I again, and this is how I say this. If you're going to pay $975 over value, I would rather take that $975 and give it to kid, kid, give kids the world. Like, what are you doing with this popcorn? I could see 50 a bucks, 100 bucks, John, if you collect them. But $1,000, John, I really think you need to go somewhere and figure out what is wrong if you're going to pay a grand for a plastic popcorn bucket.
1: Yeah, that, that's priorities, but, you know, it is what it is. All right, so I saw a woman on uh, my last run. Uh, I got on the bus at Riviera going to Disney Springs. what she have, Doug? What did she have?
0: A popcorn bucket?
1: she had the figment popcorn bucket so of course i had to ask her um you know uh how long did you wait i was like first of all i was like holy crap there it is you know um so i actually saw one and uh and i asked her how and so her answer was how long did she wait to get that popcorn bucket today not yesterday today
0: uh two hours 40 minutes okay She uh,
1: she rope dropped it this morning and got her popcorn bucket in 40 minutes
0: and so. that's the only place they sell it, too, is that, that one part of that pot. Yep, yep. That's yep, the yep. other crazy part.
1: Yep, so...
0: No, I think it's nuts, and, and I, I, I all I know is I hope the person that pays $1,000 for it, unless it's for somebody that, if you're giving it to somebody that is sickly or sad or upset and you're trying to make their day, I could possibly see it. But if you're just buying it because you're, somebody's spoiled or they have, I mean, it's just ridiculous... I hope it sits too close to the motor of your car on the way home, and it just melts down a little bit. <laughs> if you pay a thousand dollars, you for know it. what I
1: found amusing though is, is is I didn't know they were selling for a thousand. I I saw some bids around two twenty five and two fifty and stuff like that. But but I was even at that point. I was thinking myself that that woman, why are you taking that to Disney Springs with you, Mike? Oh yeah, I would, well I'd, I'd lock uh, that in the safe.
0: And oh, especially crap. today,
1: someone's gonna steal that thing. So
0: well, well now you can't, but. I mean, up and I guess because it would be considered only worth twenty five dollars. So if you actually steal it in today's world, unless it's over a thousand dollars, you don't get any charges against you anyway. So what would stop them from going in and stealing like nine seventy five? So what's that? They, they could, if you're a thief, you can go up to that stand and take like what fifty of them and not have any problems. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just. I, I mean, really, all kidding aside, you better watch yourself if you're carrying one of these popcorn buckets yeah. around.
1: Yeah, I can't believe she was going to Disney Springs, and I'm not saying anybody would have cost her and take it, no, but, but, take her. But, but you know, if she put it on the, if she went to uh, get an ice cream cone and put it on the on the seat next to her husband while she went and did that. And he wasn't paying attention, boom, it's gone. You Hell know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean so.
0: they left my Gucci and my Gucci bag but took my figment popcorn <laughs> bucket. I couldn't understand it.
1: All right, so I gotta tell you a real quick story that has nothing to do with anything, but you said that and it brought it brought memory back. So back in the day I worked for uh, a company called Harvest Meat and we delivered uh box beef all across from meat markets in uh, uh the best parts of town to some of the meat markets and not so good parts of town and i had one more stop left and i had put in the two things that i needed for that stop on the back of my truck and while i ran into my next to the last stop and that last stop was buying a case of uh pig feet and a case of beef tenderloin Mm. and i came back out and i saw some guys running off with one of the cases which case did they grab off the back of that truck
0: (laughs) they took the piggy wiggy wiggy feet
1: yeah, no, they took the pig feet.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I got back to the warehouse and I explained to the manager what happened, and he had the nerve to say, "Are you sure you just didn't want the pig
0: feet?" <laughs> no, brother. No, no, I really yeah. did. But thank you for asking.
1: Yeah, no. And, uh, believe me, if I, if I had the choice of stealing something, it ain't gonna be the pig feet killer. So,
0: no, I would have took the steak, buddy. Yeah. So, but no. anyway. No, that's funny, John. But, yeah, they all kidding aside, if you're carrying around these buckets, you better go back to yeah. your – dude, put it in the safe. Because if yeah. I, I – honestly, if I, one of the cleaning people might say, damn, damn, we got two of those popcorn buckets in here. <laughs> the figments. Right, John? Yeah,
1: yeah and I'm not – I'm not – certainly not – I'm going to turn it in. But if you left it on the bus, I'm not yeah. sure all the bus drivers are going to turn that in. No, so, you no. Know.
0: So, yeah, guard the – the figment popcorn bucket with your life a celebration a festival lion king at disney's animal kingdom significantly impacted as staffing levels remain challenging john no a celebration lion king is facing challenges from surge of covid 19 continues to force some Walt Disney World cast members to remain home today there are only four shows scheduled according to my disney experience one two four and five they're usually eight shows so i guess they only have two one set of performers so
1: yeah that's what it sounds like and when i talked to uh tommy and Judith about the show they they were uh disappointed in it anyway because it, it hasn't returned to its its former glory you know i mean they don't have the monkeys doing their bit and i think the the bluebird um it's been significantly cut so it, it's not nearly as good as it was when I was working on it so but you know, hopefully at some point it gets back to its its full 30 minute glorious performance
0: no so. yeah, hopefully Well Johnny you're through the mountains now we all we got to do is worry about the methane coming up when you get to the cow pasture john I think <laughs> I, I think it's the methane that uh breaks up the signal what do you think?
1: Yeah, it could be. And it's all them cows.
0: Oh, we got a, another nice review on uh, our podcast. And uh, such a great podcast, of course. Have been listening for years. I am eager to share a Riverside trip report from Christmas of 21. But do not have your email address to send this to. So we're at Podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's M M S M podcast at gmail.com. Our good friend Ben sent us that. And he has great, he has great great taste, John, staying over at Riverside.
1: Yeah, and, absolutely. I love Riverside, love French Quarter.
0: So, yes, uh, please send me an email, and we'll set some up to get you on the show.
1: Yeah, that sounds great.
0: Yep. So I'm looking forward to hearing about uh, how Riverside is – because I, I haven't stayed there since it reopened, and you haven't been inside since it reopened, so I'm wondering how the old girl is, and in her, in her, I hope she, she's back to her old glory, John. No, I don't know. It's
1: just nice driving by and seeing the boats go. So yeah. I know that.
0: So. Yeah, that's the best thing in the park. I still see the job openings for that. It, it makes me want to go every day.
1: Yeah, I saw one of the, uh, the boat captains with the red ribbon on today that said it earning his ear, so uh, that could be Doug.
0: That's going to hopefully... God lets me. That would be my dream. Uh, This is awesome, John. I think I would like this. I think it looks really beautiful. Spaceship Earth joins the Epcot International Festival of the Arts with a new lighting design and the Muppets singing Rainbow Connection. It has like a rainbow on on Spaceship Earth. And it really looks beautiful, John. Especially at night. It looks really good. And anytime you can throw a little bit of Muppets cheer in, it's a good thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's nice to see the Muppets uh, out and about, and uh, certainly at Epcot. Yeah,
0: it says, according to Disney, Spaceship Earth would be painted nightly in a spectrum of lights. As the festival celebrates the artistry of the world, color and imagination play an important role on the latest Spaceship Earth lighting design reflects those ideas. The core values of Epcot and the optimistic symbolism of Spaceship Earth are perfectly complemented by the Muppets singing, Rainbow Connection with this new lock. I don't want to upstage the Muppets, so I was thinking about singing the whole song on the show today, but I figure I'll pass on it, John.
1: You're gonna let Kermit uh, remain the star?
0: Yes, I will. <laughs> God, yeah, that was bad. It was, it was really wonderful. Yeah. I'm not saying it wasn't. Oh, <laughs> I'll tell you what. After reading those menus, John, I wish I was there for opening day of the International Festival of the Arts.
1: Yeah, yeah, you do, Doug. It was it was chilly this morning. It was 39 when I got there this morning, but it's warmed up to about seven. I would say about 69, 70 degrees. Uh, Beautiful blue skies, not a cloud in the sky, so it's a gorgeous day. So, yeah, it would be a fantastic day to be walking around Epcot today.
0: Well, I wish. And those venues, did you go over them with Lisa? Yeah, yeah. Didn't
1: do much to uh, uh, get us to try to save money. That's for sure. So.
0: Well, hopefully you get out there John uh, now this is a good in this is this this is making me very happy reopening dates announced for flying fish Turf Club and G code John
1: fantastic it's about time
0: three more table service restaurants will be reopening within the next month at Walt Disney World Resort uh, fly and fish at the Boardwalk Resort will op- reopen on January 27th. Jico at Disney's Animal Kingdom will open February 17th, and the Turf Club at Disney's Saratoga Springs reopens February 3rd. I don't know what what I I, I don't I can't wrap my head around what took these three that long to open.
1: Saratoga Springs. The only thing I can think is that there's so many options at Disney Springs itself that maybe they
0: just didn't. Figure and, they had the need for it. Yeah, because Boma's been. Is Boma opened yet? Yeah, Boma's open. Yeah, so I mean, why, like, when do you think it would be safer to open Gico than Boma, as far as with all the COVID stuff going on?
1: Jico's uh, more fine dining, so maybe uh, I, I don't really know. I, I just, yeah, I mean a buffet. Me, I dude, don't know. I
0: mean, I was I'm sque- I'm squeamish when it comes to buffets, as it is, John, because I'm yeah, Mister Who You, and Judas, you, you yeah. and
1: Judas both. Yes, yeah.
0: absolutely. So. Add COVID on top of that, it's kind of like not nowhere near my thing to do. Even though Boma has fantastic food, now Chico is more my style, and and I wish I don't understand what took it so long.
1: Yeah, and uh, and but I still don't. We still don't hear anything about ESPN Club.
0: No. The only thing I would
1: think, Doug, maybe about ESPN Club, and it's the only one that kind of would make any sense, is that you were going to have people in there yelling, screaming, hollering, rooting for their favorite team. And so, therefore, probably a lot of uh, voice, you know, uh, how would you put it, uh, mouth spray? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, so I I, could, I I guess I can understand that one, uh,
0: yeah. because
1: people, when when people do get excited for their teams, they are going to yell, and uh, and so maybe you would have. But but as for the fine dining one, like flying fish and uh, Gico or uh, yeah, Gico, that, that doesn't really make any sense, does it?
0: No, and boardwalk's been open for a while now, so I don't I don't yep. get it. Like, where do you, you can only eat at the boardwalk bakery, basically? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't and know. I know there's a couple of pizza stores. I mean, there's other places. Don't don't take me literally here, people. Uh, the people you want to have the email address, John, fine they don't find it. But the people you don't want, they know what they know the email address. Trust me. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yes, of course.
0: Yes. Uh, Walt Disney World's, this is cool. Did you hear about this? Walt Disney's airplane, previously on display at the studio's Backlot Tour, has been restored and will be on display at the D, this year's D23 Expo. Oh, very cool. I'm glad they brought the old golf back to life, John.
1: Yeah, yeah, I had heard when I was...
0: Go ahead. All
1: right. I had heard when I was in training that it had been taken apart and put in the cargo containers backstage. So it would be nice to uh, to see it back out and again. I remember seeing it on the backstage tour all the time.
0: So. I love seeing it, John. I mean, I thought it was one of the coolest things on the Backlot Tour. And I said it was a golf stream. It wasn't a golf stream. I'm sorry. It's a 1963 Grumman, G-R-U-M-M-A-N, Grumman or Grumman, whatever you want to call it, G-159 with registration number 9 9- n 234 m with the nickname Mickey Mouse 1. It's an airplane. Yep. There you go. The studio Backlot Tour closed in 2014. It seems longer than eight years ago. It seems like two decades ago that back closed. <laughs> it. Don't it?
1: Yeah, it does seem like it's been gone for a long time.
0: Yes. Uh... And the location of Walt's plane since the closure was unknown. D23 and Walt Disney World archives working with D23 Expo Platinum sponsor Amazon are restoring the airplane, which is currently housed backstage at Walt Disney World and transporting it to Anah- Anaheim for the Expo. So it's a good thing Amazon kicked in because Disney would have never had enough money to fix this thing. Don't you agree, John?
1: Oh, I don't know. I, 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 if, if it means taking it to California, then yes, they would, They would because it seems like California gets all the cool stuff.
0: No, I was saying, thank God that Amazon put some money into it as a sponsor to fix it, because Disney didn't have any kind of money to fix their own airplane. They needed Amazon money. Yeah, they money got the money for do. that. Yeah, they, no, they, they needed Amazon money.
1: They could have just used some of the Figment popcorn bucket money to fix anything, so... But.
0: You know, I'm surprised that they haven't gone up to at least 75 hours of filling with Disney seeing how much they're selling for. Well, and then Walt, and then uh, Lou would come on. Listen, they're doing this for you. If they charge 75 dollars a bucket, there'll be less people in line. And it'll be clearer for you to get your fill of popcorn every day. Ain't that what he would say? Well, that would be true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they would overcharge for you. Uh, celebrity Spotlight with Olaf to reopen at Disney's Hollywood Studios, so you get you can go uh, get your picture taken with Olaf, Johnny.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, a lot of those meet and greets are, and more of the real meet and greets come back. So,
0: I don't think this is true at all, John. I don't believe it. Disney begins recruiting cast members to open Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind at Epcot.
1: Is, is there an attraction called Cosmic Rewind?
0: Yeah. I hmm. mean, it's only been in the making for what? I, I, for some reason, I think this has been in the making longer than the airplane's been out of the back lot, Tor, John.
1: It seems like. It seems so, yes.
0: Yeah, And a very positive step forward, step towards the opening of the long-delayed Guardians of, the Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind Disney is about to begin the process process of recruiting the attractions opening team Disney is, invi- is inviting existing cast members to apply to transfer opportunity for the existing roles of the Guardians of the Galaxy and Connections Cafe the Eatery so if you want to transfer Typically, the opening team is recruited a couple months ahead of the opening to allow the training and the test test and adjust period. Disney has not given an opening date for Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind, but said the roller coaster will open this summer of 2022. So, I don't know, John. It took a while after they got their opening for uh, Remy. They got the cast, but they didn't open the ride real quick, did they?
1: No, it took a while. So, uh, this... This is always interesting to me. I always, I'm, I always think I need to find out if I would be able to transfer <laughs> over there and just work a month or two, just to say I was part of the opening team and then transfer back. You know what I mean?
0: Well, all you can do is ask. Yeah,
1: yeah, because it would be fun to be part of the opening teams. You know, I wouldn't want to stay there, but then, I, and and I certainly wouldn't want to lose my seniority of where I am. So I wouldn't want to come back and be stuck frigging back to. Going in at this time instead of going home. So.
0: Well, your hours seem to be getting better, John.
1: Oh, my hours are fantastic right now. So, but I, I still have to work, uh, you know, Saturdays and Sundays. But going in at, at seven o'clock and getting off at three thirty and four—that's that's fantastic. So,
0: you feel like a normal human again?
1: Almost, almost.
0: Now let me ask you this. Let me ask you this now, Johnny. Hypothetically. With the way you're doing this now and you got your little break in between and you kind of know what you're doing for the day, so like hypothetically, if some one of your friends was down there and you hypothetically knew what resort you'd be in the afternoon driving the bus to, would you hypothetically be able to send a text message to say you're going to that resort in the afternoon?
1: I would uh, potentially be able to uh, send somebody a, a text in the morning letting them know, you know what times I would be possibly at that resort picking up yes
0: okay just hypothetically uh, yes, yes so like no if...
1: there, yeah yeah we get our sheets in the morning i i have an idea a general idea of what time that uh, usually says 2:34. i'm leaving riverside to go to epcot you know what i mean yeah so yeah yeah I, I see all that in the morning and then as long as and i know my bus number and as long as nothing happens bus breaks down yeah uh, uh, dad won't fold a stroller, you know yeah. that type of crap. Then, mm-hmm. then uh, I'm usually there right at that time. So.
0: Yeah, so I could hypothetically have been over at French Quarter and knew you were coming that day. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And
1: that... you would have known my bus number because there was like, I mean, everybody complained. I mean, obviously, when you're waiting for the bus, you you're going to complain. It is what it is. But. Um, I was literally I'm going between Epcot and uh, French Quarter. I was one of three buses this morning. So, I mean, believe me, we run some buses in the morning. So there wasn't anybody waiting more than three and a half minutes to get on a bus this morning. So.
0: Yeah, so when you were driving through, if I was standing at the front of French Quarter, I could have waved to you and knew it was you. You could have yeah, let yeah, me know. Yeah, you would have
1: just looked at my bus number and then, yeah. you know, okay, that ain't him. That, oh, there he is. Yeah. You've been able to go on and, and yap at me. Yeah.
0: See, so... Now that I know this, now I gotta buy a stroller and get a fake baby and put in it to have some fun. That's all I need. I am not folding this! He's asleep (laughs) 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 Yeah he's gonna stay asleep. Look at him. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh that would be hysterical. Anywho, John, performers announced for the Garden Rocks Concert Series returning to the 2022 Epcot Flower and Garden Festival. John, where do these performers perform at, John?
1: Uh, The Japanese Gardens Theater. Oh, okay. No? Um uh the french the french gardens theater
0: okay so it's no. not in america just like like pat said america okay.
1: gardens theater there that's you go yeah, yeah. 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 Right.
0: well he wouldn't know that because he don't even know where the uh what you call well, the american adventure is or anything i wonder if he even seen the Voices of liberty holy moly is that pat showing up to beat you up on his on his harley yeah that was him did you hear it yes but anyway this year at the garden rocks festival uh which is starts March fourth and ends June twentieth. It, it runs for a little while, John. This I I loved last year's Flowering Garden. I got to see my beautiful friends, and me and Brenda ate some seriously good food, John. But anywho, speaking of anywho, the guests who perform on March fourth and fifth. March fourth is a great day, John. Gran Turismo comes out. Uh, Rick Springfield the sixth and the seventh. Gotta be Jesse's girl. You like that song, John?
1: You know, I'm going to say something terrible here, but is he still alive? Yes. Wow.
0: Yeah. Yes, okay. he is. He's still singing Jesse's Girl. I don't yeah. think he'd be performing on the 6th and the 7th, John, if he wasn't.
1: I, I don't suppose so.
0: No. I don't know who. Melina Leon, new to Garden Rock. You know Melina Leon? Not familiar. She, He or she's there, the 11th and the 12th. I don't know who it is. Uh, Mike. Mike. Oh my goodness. Mike Dulag Dula Del Gedice. Mike Dula Del Gdice, Currently on tour with Billy Joel. He's new. Cool in the Gang. I like Cool in the Gang, John. New to Garden Rocks. That's a nice new one. Nobody's ever seen Cool in the Gang there before. This is one of my favorite. I grew up loving ELO. Did you like Electric Light Orchestra?
1: Yeah, yeah, I like some of their songs.
0: Hello? How are you? Are you still the same? Don't you realize? Oh, I'm sorry. That was telephone line, John. Uh, they're there March 25th through the 28th. They're there three nights. are that good, John. The Spinners, John, April 1st and 2nd. So they're there April Fool's Day. Oh, the Pointer Sisters, John, the 3rd and the 4th. Know what the Pointer Sisters are known for for me? Weren't they in uh, Beverly Hills Cop? Woohoo! Didn't they sing that song? <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, The Pointer Sisters, the third and fourth. I'd love Axel Foley, John. Don't you? <laughs>
1: yeah, I haven't seen that movie in years. I got to go re- rewatch that. I watch uh Trading Places every year because it's kind of a Christmas movie for me, but I haven't seen Beverly Hills Cop or what's the other one with uh Gary or not Gary Busey, but uh uh 48 Hours. I haven't seen that uh, one in a long time either. So Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love uh 48 Hours too. But yeah, uh, you got it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, uh the one I like too is uh, yeah, Forty Eight Hours with Nick Nolte. Yeah, Nick Nolte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great, uh, that was a great movie. Shoot him, shoot him. Remember at the end? I can't believe you shot him. <laughs> that was a great, uh, and he goes in with his cowboy hat on. That was a great movie, John. Uh, so anyway, we're at the Spinners, the Pointer Sisters, April third and fourth, Blue Oyster. Or Blue October, new to Garden Rocks, 8th and 9th. April 15th and 16th, 16th is Tommy DeCarlo, singer of the band Boston. We're just another band out of Boston on the road to try to make ends meet. I used to love Boston. And then April 17th and 18th, Don Felder formerly of the Eagles. Welcome to the Hotel, California. Uh, April 22nd and 23rd, Starship featuring Mickey Thompson. He's been the one the whole time. It should say Mickey Thompson. We don't even need Starship anymore, John.
1: Pretty much, after all these years of reading that, I think yeah. you just say Mickey Thompson and we yeah. know. Yeah, that's, yeah. he's going to sing some Starship songs.
0: Yeah. So. He's there the 22nd and 23rd of April. April 24th and 25th is Claude, Claudia Latite. Let, Lattey, she's new. Uh, April 29th and 30th is Brawl N. May 1st and 2nd is Toby Mac. May 6th and 7th is Blood Sweat and what, John? Tears. Very good. May 6th and 7th, I could see you had the, the T-shirt from them. Uh, May 8th and 9th, the Commodores, which are new to Garden Rocks. You gotta love some Commodores, John. Uh, May 13th and 14th is Ambrosia with Peter Beckett. They're new. May 20th and 21st, I can formally say I've never, ever been a fan of this band. And never will be. A flock of seagulls. Have you, John? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah,
1: you get that one song in your head. You get that earworm. worm. It ain't coming back out,
0: man. I've never Uh, been a fan of theirs. And I still remember the hairdos on these idiots on MTV. uh,
1: Yep
0: yeah and if you lived yeah, in the... you have
1: to admit it was one of the uh, first uh, uh, music videos you ever saw. though. yeah,
0: and, was... and they're horrible. And I don't, I love seagulls, but I don't like a flock of them st- stealing your uh, food when you're on the boardwalk down the Jersey Shore. My wife had a funnel cake attacked. I mean, she's never been the same since.
1: I can understand that. That's how you know it's wintertime in Central Florida. All our seagulls from Daytona and New Smyrna and Tampa move inland and uh, live in the. Epcot parking lot, and especially, of course, the SeaWorld parking lot. They oh. go to SeaWorld like crazy. Yeah,
0: well, that's so. like that's like uh, Red Lobster to <laughs> John.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the weirdest thing, though. I mean, in the summertime, they stay on the shore, but, man, it gets cold, cool, and all of a sudden, all of them seagulls are in central Florida.
0: So. Yeah, because all the human scraps aren't on the beach as much anymore. Yeah,
1: yeah I guess that's what it is, but how a seagull knows that, I don't know, but they do.
0: Yeah, well, so. they follow the food, dude. Yeah. May Follow 20... the
1: food, dude. That almost sounds like some kind of slogan. Or,
0: yeah, maybe uh, the or... flock of seagulls, like that. We don't know, it, John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, May 22nd and 23rd is Colin Ray. Uh, 27th and 28th of May is Thelma Houston. June 3rd and 6th is Simple Plan. June 10th through the 13th is Herman Hermits, Hermit, starring Peter Noon. And then finishing out the festival, June 17th through the 20th is the Plain White Tees. It says the festival begins March 2nd and runs through July 4th,
1: 125
0: Good. days. Hey, well, these are the ones here now. I I, I can't. Ma- well, I guess they. Uh, I guess after the 20th, don't they have? They do a special show usually for the Fourth of July, don't they, John? They usually have other performers in, so that's probably why yeah, it ends so. on the 20th.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think you're right.
0: So, that's some good entertainment there, Johnny.
1: You know what I wish they would bring back, Doug? You remember several years ago when they had all those cover bands during the summertime?
0: Yeah. And, uh
1: and, and there was uh, Bon Jovi one, Slippery One Wet, and I thought they were actually really, really good. So, I'd like to see those those guys, the, those back. And, you know, and then we're moving more into my my exact time frame if i can get some some hair bands out there i'll be a happy
0: man yeah Yeah, i hear you well i grew up uh bon jovi was uh my childhood basically yeah yeah Yeah, Yeah. absolutely so but now they they do a good job these concerts are usually really good i remember we were there a couple years ago with carmen and a couple groups she really liked was playing and she was up there on the stage and oh what was it what was that remember we were there weren't you there yeah yeah living color yeah she really liked them and we had a good time that trip, too, remember?
1: It was a cult of personality. Yes. Cult of personality.
0: Nah, never liked that song either, John, but no, <laughs> it, nah, it's okay. Uh, it was okay. I wasn't a big fan of theirs, but she was, which was good. So uh, what else we have here? What else do we have? I'm going through Rock and Roller Coaster unexpectedly closed again. All I know is this lightning lane and all, John. I'm telling you right now if I show up at at Hollywood Studios and unexpectedly Rise of the Resistance is down and Rock and Roller Coaster and something else, I'm going to contact an attorney after I leave and see if I can sue them for not giving me the proper amount. Being say monetize these rides, they all have value now. I might sue Disney for like forty-two bucks, Sean.
1: <laughs> it cost you a mere seven hundred ninety-five dollars to file a lawsuit, but damn it, it's all about the principle.
0: It, dude, if I could honestly get just get my day in court about it, I would be happy to pay a grand just to th- stick it to them. Because I just think it's wrong. I think it's wrong that they're gonna give you, they're gonna monetize the price of getting on Lightning Lane. And that's fine, if that's what you want to do. But when I show up and rides are unexpectedly closed, I should get monetary money back to the price of my ticket for that day. Because it my ticket is not worth the same, if Rise of the Resistance, Tower of Terror, and, and, and Rock and Roller Coaster are down, is, is Hollywood Studios worth what it was before that day started?
1: I don't know but please just don't go tell the cast member
0: standing in front of Pirates of the not. Caribbean. I will not. I've said this a million it. times. They, I, I love I really the cast members. I love <laughs> the sorry. cast members, but <laughs> it isn't fair. It isn't fair.
1: Uh, uh you know how many vacations I ruined because I broke Pirates of the Caribbean. I had nothing to do with why the Pirates of the Caribbean is down. I'm sorry. Your entire vacation is ruined and now you're going to go home and kill yourself. I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> you're right. I love the cast members. Uh, Hey, here we go again. Star Wars. This is a couple days ago. Star Wars: Rise of Resistance fails to open with Disney Hollywood Studios. It was broken again. I, I don't. I don't think it's fair. It would be like, yeah, you're coming in to see this play on New York City, and it's supposed to have like, say you were going to see a Star is Born and, and Lady Gaga and what's the guy's name? It's supposed to be the lead performers, and then you get Joe Schmoe. And Natalie from Pittsburgh to perform it. Are you going to be.? Ha- <laughs> it's not fair. It's just not fair. And that's what they're doing with these rides <laughs> shutting down.
1: You get uh, Captain Hanson. Captain your Johnny Orlando. Star- yes. The star is born. Uh, how disappointing.
0: Yeah, you. Know, you yeah, you Bradley Cooper. Yeah, you're supposed to go on Broadway to see Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, and you get Joe Schmo and, and like, like I said, Natalie from Pittsburgh, and you paid like three hundred dollars a pop for the tickets. You're gonna be, you think they're you're you you're gonna be happy? And that's how you would be if you're going there for rope drop, and you get there and Rise of the resistance is broken. I don't think it's fair. You should get a voucher for something. That's my opinion, because they monetize it. They're the ones that made it worth more money. Uh, typhoon lagoon go figure john shut down january 16th and 17th for temperatures low temperatures yeah let's open the water park back up in january uh it was
1: open today we got several notices it's open today it's open today because yeah it's going to be closed down tomorrow on monday there's no doubt and tuesday to tu- uh tuesday we got frost warnings, so i doubt seriously if it'll be open tuesday
0: so. yeah well the same idiots that canceled Magical Express is the same idiots that decided to open this up in January. Uh, what else do we have? My computer decided it wants to go low. It says menu changes coming to code the cooking place at Disney's Animal Kingdom. I wonder what they are, John.
1: Uh, I don't know. I still haven't eaten there. That's one of the places that I really want to go to.
0: Dude, one of my all-time favorites because the re- the reason I love it is the flavors are out of this world. It's, it's it has its own unique personality if you it doesn't taste like anything else on property John that's the amazing thing of it
1: yeah and, and that's 100%. what you're after yeah you're after a unique dining
0: experience hundred percent a hundred percent that's what I, you know, I mean that's that's the beauty of it when you that's the beauty of Walt Disney World to have all these choices I gotta get Judith on here she wants to come on for a trip report John and with your schedule, I've been—it's been hard, you know. It's, over the weekend, cause she gave me times. It's hard to try to figure out when, when you're coming on and when she could do it. You know what I'm saying? So, absolutely. But I'm gonna try to get her on, and she thought about doing it. Like I was thinking about doing with both of you. but with the way your signal comes in and out, it's not that easy to try to do a three-way if you file three calls. So.
1: No, no, it's so spotty. I mean today was worse than other days, so uh, I don't get it and I'm driving home in the middle of the afternoon today, uh,
0: I don't know. No, there's no rhyme or reason. Hopefully the new recorder, I got all that set up. I'm just I'm just getting the battery uh, backup back up for it and now we're having problems with the website I'm trying to use. It won't load. I stopped loading on the computer itself thinking it was that and now even the the iPad slow. There's something up with never- the site. I was going to read the menus love, from GCO.
1: What I love, Doug, is is when I'm driving home and then I go to listen to some of the podcasts and then I got to hear Verizon come on and brag about how the how dependable uh, their service is. Meanwhile, my my signal is breaking up the entire time. Home. I love it when you brag on yourself, but you're you're basically just lying.
0: So, you know. Yeah, and the thing is with you is, uh, even at home, you have problems, and you shouldn't oh, yeah. have problems. You shouldn't have problems talking on your phone or your or your cell phone at your house that's ridiculous especially in this day and age
1: yeah we live in the boondocks so.
0: well you're you're in the boondocks but you're really not that far in the boondocks you're like in between like two major metropolises, if you follow me i mean Actually, the village I mean, is, we're
1: we're yeah. almost a triangle of ocala orlando and tampa and ocala is not all that small either so you know
0: no i mean and then you got the world's biggest new city is uh village is not far from you
1: yeah yeah true enough
0: I mean, I've been there a couple times, and I mean, my goodness, they got they got their own hospital. They got everything near the villages.
1: You know, the one thing is they don't have in the villages. Doug, interesting. What? Cemetery.
0: Uh, yeah, well that would be bad for business. They, 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 you bingo lollipop.
1: That's yeah. why there's not one there. There's several right on the other side of uh, Township Lines, but there are none inside the in the city limits of the villages.
0: Yeah, so, well. The way those people down there pride their golf carts and go cruising around everywhere, they don't want to be driving by the cemetery.
1: Nope.
0: But anywho, uh, I got part of the menu. And the appetizers, they got a Jico salad, is quinoa, radishes, vin- uh, petite vegetables, figs, pomegranate, tangy cashew cheese, and lemon ginger vinaigrette it's sixteen bucks, John. Are you sure that's quinoa, not quinoa? Yeah, As
1: uh, Carmen was so happy to point out to me that one time.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so I'm trying to make it seem a little better, John. I, I, <laughs> I, when I pronunciate something properly, don't pick on me. Like, like there's <laughs> enough of me screwing stuff up for you to pick on. I don't know when I do it right.
1: Yeah, but that one was me. I mean, so yeah. come
0: on. Well.
1: And, uh, and the embarrassing fact was that I had delivered that stuff for years and years and years. I just never knew how to pronounce it correctly.
0: So it was pretty good. Yeah, they're going through living with the land right now. And I remember when I first went through, I had no problem with it. Okay, like I loved going through, like I I thought it was pretty cool seeing the I love the plant area, but the fish area I hate, John. I hate seeing all those tilapia, like a thousand of them in the same tank. That makes me sad. I I don't think there should be anything, there should be no farm-raised fish in my opinion, because it's not good for you.
1: No, I, I don't think uh, aquaculture is that. I mean, I guess it. Uh, well, I don't know. You, you said uh, your buddy told you it was as fatty as pork or as fatty as uh, red meat or something. My my
0: buddy Eric, his father had heart issues, so he started to. Do, he loves red meat, Eric. He loves steak, and he started to eat more fish because his doctor told him to watch out for his, you know, the meat intake, red meat so he started eating a ton of tilapia because he liked tilapia he was making fish tacos he'd make all different things with the tilapia and he went and his cholesterol was higher than it was when he's eating all the red meat <laughs> And the doctor goes, "What the hell are you eating, Eric?" He goes, "Doc, I've been eating a lot of tilapia and and this and that." He goes, "You've been eating a lot of tilapia." He goes, "Go back to eating steak every night." He goes, "Cause the steak, <laughs> the steak has less fat in it than the tilapia does. Cause all the tilapia does is swim in a little tank. It has no, all the fat, all the all the fat and all the everything on a tilapia is nothing but." It's not muscular because it doesn't swim in the water. It's the same thing with salmon. Like the salmon gets all of its protein and vitamins from swimming upriver, swimming out the seas. It gets strong and all its vitamins from being a a strong. You know what I mean? The the muscles in the fish. When they live in a tank, all they do is eat each other's poop and uh, get they, they get fatty. It's all fatty mass. If you follow me. Yeah, and they're eating them
1: pellets instead yeah. of uh, shrimp and yes. uh, other little fish and all that. So.
0: Yeah. yeah. Me and Brenda, we don't eat any farm-raised fish. I try not to eat. I mean, if we go out to eat, yeah, we have no choice. But if we go to buy it, we buy 99% uh, live caught. Uh, you got a seared scallops with hoppy and ground nuts, diver scallops, blistered peanuts, noppy, chestnut cr- uh, chestnut cream, Fennel, apple slaw, and a cider reduction. They sound really good.
1: That yeah, sounds pretty tasty.
0: It's 18 bucks. Braised wild boar tenderloin. I'm in. Creamy pap. Uh, what is it? Chocolaca, tomatoes, and herb-smoked Oil for nineteen dollars I would like to try that when you
1: yeah that uh, pap and the uh, ch- yeah. is uh, stuff that I get all the time with the boby tea that uh, the you know the turkey sausage uh, and yeah. custard that I like so much and it and basically a stew uh, the pap is kind of like a white corn grit meal okay. and then and then the uh, chakalaka is basically stewed tomatoes but very tasty uh uh, uh seasoned stewed tomatoes.
0: Yeah, it sounds awesome. It's only $19 uh, $19 for that. And then you got duck confit and a honey raisin flatbread. Uh, Pre served duck. Pre served duck. Rocket, rocket it says. Toasted chickpeas, mozzarella, plump raisins, harissa, and spiced honey. That sounds different, John, for $14. That was worth a try. Wouldn't it for you? I know Lisa loves duck.
1: Yeah, she would definitely want to try it.
0: And then a roasted squash bisque, creamy soup, Parmesan chips, slow ro- slow poached egg, and preserved pumpkin for $14. That sounds pretty good, too. And now I'm trying to get the rest of the menu. Where's the entrees at here, John? Trying to see my entrees here.
1: Yeah, yeah. I never know when I walk into the lobby of uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge if it's Gico or if it's Boma that smells so good, or if it's just a combination of both. But I, I do know that you pull, you walk into that place and it smells uh, like basically you've gone to grill heaven. Yep. Yeah. You know?
0: I'll explain it for. I think it's more Jico because it opens. They have they open fire pit there. Yeah. Yeah. But it's both of them. I, I'll sum it up for you. It's a perfect combination of the two. Mm. Remember that mm-hmm. song? Uh, anyway, the entrees are Moroccan lamb shank, braised lamb, parsnip silk, root spinach, and medjool date chutney for forty-six dollars. That interest you, Jim? Uh, John? You know, that's the uh, basically
1: what the dish I was trying to have when I ate at uh, uh, the Moroccan restaurant in Morocco, um, the original one. Uh, what's that one called? Marrakech restaurant. Marrakech. Okay. I had the braised lamb shake. But I bet you the one here is a whole lot better than that one I had there.
0: So. I almost can guarantee it.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: I've had this before. This this is a one that's been on the menu before, and it is phenomenal, John. Don't, don't tell anybody to go get this one. Oak Grilled Filet Mignon. I think Four, that's the most popular item on there, isn't it? It probably is. Four Cheese Macaroni and Cheese, which is... Absolutely out of this world rainbow cauliflower and a chocolate red wine demi-glaze that's on the uh, it is so good John
1: yeah that sounds fantastic
0: and then they got a heritage chicken sumac roasted breast, ancient greens, cipollini onions fennel and preserved lemons and there it is, three of the main entrees, I'm trying to see if there's any more here
1: yeah, I and, think so. I know, I, I know the uh, they had went to that tenderloin being served with something else, and now it's back with the macaroni and cheese. And yeah. I and I believe it was kind of the thing where if you went there and you said wink, wink, nod, nod, you can yeah. still get the macaroni and cheese. Yes. But now it's back served with it. Yes. So that's and that'll be I think that'll be a decent sell for Lisa. So maybe I will be able to sell her on going there at some point. So
0: and they have another one here that i've had before too but this is the one that always pisses me and you john off sustainable fish (laughs) what is it uh, locally, yeah. I, lo- I, I've been
1: fishing a lot of times in my life on, on the Atlantic and the Gulf Coast. But remember, and I never them. remember anybody bringing up bringing up a catch and going, "Oh, what is it? Is it a is it a grouper? Is that a sailor's joyce? Sheephead? No, it's a sustainable fish of the day."
0: Yes, 100, percent John. <laughs> we should get T-shirts made up. WDW Main Street on the back, sustainable fish, <laughs> and then
1: a, a yellow cross, the the red uh, slash mark through it. Yeah.
0: Yes. locally sourced fish, succotash, green papaya, radish, citrus butter, and a charred tomato aioli for $46. I guarantee it's delicious. Now, I've had this here too before, John. But, the Botswana siswa short ribs, slow cooked beef short ribs, hominy sea peas, mushrooms, and carrots. John, it's out of the. I mean, the ribs literally melt in your mouth. Yeah, that
1: sounds really good, too.
0: Yeah, that's only $48. And then you... Injira basket. I-N-G-E-R-A. Injira, John?
1: That one, I... uh, You got me on that one.
0: Well, it's plant-based, John, so we really don't care. (laughs) No. It's seasonal... Ratatouille. It's a seasonal plant-based stew featuring homemade injira. What the hell is injira? sure Robbie knows. $30.
1: Ratatouille.
0: And then seafood tangine or tangine, however you want to say it, Sa- saffron scented couscous, prawns, scallops, squid, and a little and little neck clams for forty seven dollars. I bet you that's good too, John.
1: Yeah, that sounds like a,
0: a good seafood stew.
1: I bet it's better than the coconut curry from uh, uh, the <laughs> our place there at uh, Yak and Yeti, right? So.
0: Yeah. So oh yeah, I, I I'm in, I I mean I got. Screwed by that twice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I have too. It's yeah. <laughs> embarrassing. I mean, every time I go there, I read it. It sounds so good.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it does it 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 really does, and and I I two times you're right. I I know for a fact it's been twice for me. It was Brenda. The second time goes. You're getting that. I said yeah. <laughs> I said but she, it
1: sounds so good. Yeah.
0: Uh, I said I love seafood. She goes yeah, but you remember you didn't like the broth, the curry. I mean the the coconut curry or whatever is in it. I said nah, and <laughs> and I eat a, a half mm-hmm. of her ribs. Yep. So, but nah, uh, G Co phenomenal, John. It really is. It's a really great restaurant. I think you would uh, I think you would absolutely love it there.
1: Yeah, we're gonna have to try it at some point. I think it might be one of the places that takes my uh, uh pleasant little fifty percent coupon too. So,
0: well, if it does, John, I highly recommend it because I I know you guys. It'll be a What it is, is the place is so beautiful, too. It's an experience, like with the open fire pit, the grill pit, the the ovens, and all that. It's a really, uh, it's a a nice night. It's like a nice romantic night out. It really is. So, I mean, me and Brenda, we've, like the the one trip we're there, we ate there twice because we loved it so much during our stay there.
1: I can see that.
0: Video on TV, the monorail's going by, John. It don't get much better than that, does it? Yeah,
1: I kind of see it every day.
0: <laughs> now you're getting a little uh hum bum glum eh? I was
1: going to I was going to tell you. Okay. All right. So, so I did up this little this little questionnaire for you. Oh, with people on my bus. I got a full bus. Um, and I'm driving places. There are five things, the top 5 things that I hear people go, "Ooh, look at that." Okay. All right. All right. So, uh I, Go ahead and guess number one. What is the number one thing? That is number three.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think. What would number one be? Well, if I was driving the bus, it would be me. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh, look, it's Captain
0: Hensel. Yes, exactly. Uh, would it be Spaceship Earth?
1: That would be number two.
0: Uh, I'm trying to see if they could see the castle. Yeah, they can't where you're driving from, so it can't be the castle. It is. It it, It is the castle?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I was going to say Space Mountain because when you pull in there, you follow me?
1: Space Mountain is number
0: four. Okay. But the
1: castle is number one because I make that left-hand turn, and actually on the left-hand side of the bus you can see the castle.
0: Okay. There you go.
1: But, all right, so number one is Magic Kingdom, I mean uh, the castle. Number two is Spaceship Earth. Number three is the monorail when we cross underneath the uh, cross underneath it right there when it's on its way to the contemporary.
0: Okay, number so four, no you
1: haven't guessed.
0: Okay, What's no, that? I thought number four, I thought I did get number four.
1: Yeah, what uh, What was
0: it? I've said the monorail, let me repeat so you don't say I'm cheating. Okay. I said the monorail, yep. I said Spaceship Earth, yep. I said the castle, or, yep. and I said Space Mountain. Okay. So number five, I think, would be Haunted Mansion.
1: No, you can't. No, oh, not no Haunted, Haunted I mean,
0: Mansion, I mean Tower Terror that
1: is number five and then what's number six because you can't see the tree of life but what is number six and uh i don't think you'll get it it's not in the parks
0: it's not in the park what is it the main gate as you go through nope Uh, i'm trying to think but is it around the animal kingdom yes it is around the animal kingdom well if it ain't in the parks as i was going to say because you could see the you could see uh What you would call it? uh, Pandora from the parking lot. The ball I hear
1: that one, but not as much, not nearly as much as I hear this one.
0: Oh my goodness! I'm trying to think what is in the animal kingdom. I'm thinking about the. It's not
1: in the animal kingdom. It's It's in the parking parking lot. Uh,
0: Yeah, but I'm thinking about. I'm trying to. what's my point. I'm trying to figure out. It's not the toll booth gate. You go through there. I'm trying to think what is in that parking lot that would make everybody go. Is it the uh, gondolas? I hear that one a lot, but okay. that's not it either. Okay, tell me. McDonald's. Oh Jesus. Big, giant McDonalds. Oh Jesus Christmas.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yes, yes. You'd You're... be
1: amazed. You'd be yeah. amazed. I come down to that red light right there and I'm going to Coronado, or if I'm going to the All Stars or if we're turning um one of those ways, it's just Would you look at that? That is the biggest McDonald's I've ever seen in my life.
0: So. Yeah, it is huge. Yeah, it is, but it's at the end of the day just a McDonald's. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Go ahead, get your thirty-two-dollar hamburger. <laughs> Their prices aren't like your local McDonald's either; they're much no, higher. There is there. no,
1: there is no dollar value meal on it. No, now. <laughs>
0: theirs is a the ten-dollar value meal. Yeah, the ten-dollar board, you get the same cheeseburger for ten bucks. On here on the website, yeah, you're it's, right, and you know, yeah, good. I was going to
1: say you're right, Doug, because you know where that other McDonald's is literally uh, on the way to your uh, where you stayed at yeah. on your last trip. And so, and actually, if you're at Animal Kingdom, that one's actually closer So than that big giant one. So,
0: And it's a, no, a
1: normal regular McDonald's because it's off-property. So.
0: Yeah, and the big giant one has half the staff because it's all computerized. Yeah, yeah. The big yeah. giant, yeah. Uh, I'm on their website for the uh, GECO, and the Sustainable Fish... It's sustainable Vulcan spice fish, it's called. It's a black grouper that they have in here. Oh, a black grouper, okay. Yeah. So that nice. sounds pretty good, John.
1: Yes, it is. That sounds a lot better than sustainable fish.
0: And they, I don't see it on the new menu, but it might not be totally in. But they, they I've also had this, too. A, a, the bone-in ribeye with a hibiscus glaze, roasted carrots, and toasted couscous salad. That was $57. That's really good, too, John.
1: Yeah, that's about my favorite steak is bone-in ribeye. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a filet kid, but I still love a bone-in's good. I mean, fifty-seven dollars. I mean, do you believe that I found out and now they got to eat with us for the first time? Judith and Tommy have never eaten at La Cellier.
1: Yes, we talked to them about that when they were here.
0: I mean, I, I mean. I loved them dearly, and I considered them on par with us for Disney authority and loving the parks. But I got to actually knock them down a half a peg for never eating that (laughs) at La Cellier. Don't you agree, John? Uh, yeah
1: I, I was a little i was a little a little surprised
0: uh, to say the least and I know
1: they like steak and I know uh tommy was i mean uh actually we went to Olivia's because that was the one place we'd get in to have prime rib. so I, mean, I know uh they're they they don't mind eating uh, some red meat so yeah well, i was no. a little surprised that they hadn't been there
0: like if Judas would have told me like her aunt is the queen of England I wouldn't have been less surprised about that <laughs> than her telling me she never ate it LaCellie, <laughs> hey, John, like, like, I didn't even believe her when she told me. are you what What? Are you? Okay. Have you ever seen Illuminations? <laughs> <laughs> I just can't believe that she never, and as much as Tommy, like, Tommy's a meat. he likes his steak. Yeah. Well, you should have said, do you even like Disney? Yeah, I mean, I was a little taken back. I was a little hurt. I, I, I kind of had to reevaluate. But anyway, the the AAA Canadian beef tenderloin, mushroom risotto, asparagus, tomato relish, and truffle butter sauce, John. It's $59, but it's still a hell of a piece of meat, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that sounds really good.
0: What do you usually get there? Do you get the prime rib or the filet mignon there or the New York strip? Uh,
1: I, had, I believe I've had the New York strip. Lisa's all about filets. Anywhere that has a filet, she's getting a filet. Um, so she's not... Varied much on that, but if I have a bone in rib, I get that unless I really just want a good New York strip. So I don't mind the strip either. So
0: I will say I love the mushroom risotto, right, John? Yes. But I always have to—I I get a side of potatoes or gratin, or I switch out. I gotta have potatoes with my steak, John. I mean, I—I—I I, I, I love, like I said, I love—I love risotto. Isn't it hard to have steak without potatoes, John?
1: I don't. Um, but that means I usually have to end up making two side dishes when I when I grill steaks because Lisa prefers risotto, so I make her risotto, and then I always have me a baked potato. Yes. So, but, I always but, have yeah, to, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think that's – maybe that's of our generation or something. Yeah. I mean growing up with steak and ale, you know, yeah. and it was just – that
0: was the thing, man. When you went out to dinner, you had a steak and you had a baked potato. That was just the way it is. So. Yes. I mean – and me – I'm easy it could be potatoes. I love my baked potato I love when I do my tenderloins I like doing rolling my potato in aluminum foil put it on the grill with a little bit of garlic a little bit of butter on the out I put the little bit i just i put a little olive oil a little bit of garlic on the outside and then crack it open with a little nice butter i'm 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 golden with that John but when I'm out or anyway I'll take or even home but I gotta have at least mashed or gratin scalped. I mean, I gotta have some kind of <laughs> potatoes when I'm cook When yeah. I'm having a steak, John.
1: Uh, well, Doug, you got Irish in you, and I'm Irish and German, so it, yeah. it man, that Northern European—that's that, what them folks ate. So <laughs> it's hard to get out of it. So.
0: Yeah, it's like I and and and, and it's even the best, you, John. When that potato is perfectly cooked, and you take a little bit of potato, little piece of steak. Does it get much better than that? One yeah. bite. You know, I'll, I'll come I'll come
1: home one uh, sometimes and Lisa will have made something for, for her and JJ, and she's like, Well what are you gonna eat when you're gonna go? I ah, just wrap me up a potato in the oven yeah. <laughs> something in the oven and I'll just eat a baked potato. Really? That's like yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can eat just if I get a big potato I can just eat a potato.
0: Oh, hundred percent. Uh I, I love baked potatoes. Again, I love any <laughs> kind of potato. This
1: is the Baked Potato Podcast yes. brought to you by Idaho yeah.
0: yeah, Exactly. Maybe <laughs> we'll get a sponsor, John. will have all the baked potatoes we need. Uh, but, yeah, dude, potatoes anyway, dude. I love my morning home fries. Don't get much better than that. Corned beef hash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's all yeah, good, man. Yeah, potatoes. But, yeah, I, I love, love the filet. I love the mushroom risotto. But I always have to get a side of some kind of potatoes – on the side when uh, I'm at uh, Le Cellier. And I'm sure you do the same thing if it don't come with it
1: yeah i think the last time i, I think every time i've had it though, and they, they came with the potatoes though so yeah it was, it was it's good i haven't, mean, we haven't eaten there in several years now we gotta head back over there there's yeah. so many places
0: to eat though i mean it's ridiculous yeah i got bonefish and that's it around here <laughs> i got <laughs> oh, the... you don't
1: want to no? know i got sonny's barbecue yeah. <laughs> well
0: i got i also have a place called the franklinville inn that The food there, I will put on par with any restaurant in Walt Disney World. They do charge you like you're at Walt Disney World, but it's worth it. It's like your anniversary place
1: and birthday place, isn't it? Yes. Where y'all go for a special occasion.
0: They're the first place I've ever eaten at that has my perfect combination. They have the 7-ounce filet or 6-ounce filet, between 6 and 8-ounce filet, right? And a crab cake combination.
1: Oh, very nice.
0: With fresh crab. Because I'm usually between, I always used to be between crab cakes, and because they make the real crab cakes, John. It's 90% crab and 10% filling, not 90% filling and 10% and, crab. And,
1: it, and it's crab spelled with a C, not with a K. Oh, yes. right. <laughs> it, it,
0: they are. They are some of the best crab cakes you'll ever have. The food is phenomenal there. So they have a crab, and then they have a twice-stuffed baked potato, John. That is ridiculous. <laughs> it is freaking ridiculous. With the, with the cheese that comes with it, it is like, it is mind-bending. So, they, it is on par with anything at Walt Disney World. It, it is one of the best restaurants I've ever eaten at. We go there. We got to actually go back there. It's been a while. But, yeah, the uh, New York Strip comes with the agroton the agrat- potatoes, John. And the ribeye comes with fingerling potatoes. Carameline onion So I'm I'm, I'm I'll take either one of those Yep Me too I'll still keep the risotto I don't mind having A little risotto It's kind of like A side dish for me With that You know
1: But you gotta have taters
0: Yeah you gotta have taters She'll go Oh you wanna supplement No I'll still have The risotto on two starches yeah i'm not doing the jane fonda workout here or, you know. <laughs> uh, i mean i've been doing 22,000 steps steps today i can have two starches today
1: <laughs> yeah it's embarrassing for me when i go out though because like if i mean our local uh steak place here unfortunately i mean it's still a 40 minute drive to get to it's just outback that's what we have so but we'll go there And I'll get the steak, and I'll get the potato fully loaded, just full of every bad thing that they have. And Lisa gets the tenderloin, which is a leaner cut of meat to begin with, and then a double order of broccoli. And I'm like, oh, fine. (laughs) That's fine. And give me a beer on top of that, would you? Yeah,
0: Yeah, well, back in the day, Brenda used to get mad at me because she'd have to order my greens because I would go, y'all have the baked potato. And I'll have the mac and cheese as my two sides, <laughs> <laughs> and she'll and then she would go. He'll also have some spinach, green beans, or broccoli, whatever you have. that's green oh, come back on. there. But yeah, I would get the I would get two star. Uh, t- John, there's been sci- times where there's been mashed potatoes and a gratin potatoes, and I will order one of each. <laughs> All right, two potatoes yeah. might be too much. I don't know. Two one potato, two much. potato. Not and the thing is, John, I'm not saying I clear my whole plate, but I like the flavors of it. You follow me? So yeah. But anyway, again, the Idaho Spud Potato Podcast <laughs> is brought to you by Idaho Spud Potatoes. Uh. anywho. Well, I'm glad you didn't have any attacks of straw idiots this week.
1: No, it was actually a pretty good week. I'm getting better hours. I'm still in the pool, which means that uh, I can virt- They could virtually change my hours if they really wanted to and feel that and tell everybody that is seniority with me that all of a sudden they need us all work nights again or something. But uh, we can hope that where I'm at, uh, you know, I've got over a year and or actually almost two years march 15th will be two years for me in transportation already
0: that's awesome um, so
1: so yeah we're, we're we're getting down the depth chart so, so
0: and the thing is john like the hours you're starting at i don't think is everybody's cup of tea either i don't think the you having to head in at five in the morning is anybody's cup of tea either
1: no there's a lot of people that like to sleep in yeah. until eight or nine but yeah. i mean think about disney there's not a whole lot of especially bus schedules that start at noon because i would say from eleven thirty until four are the slowest times of the day you know uh, so there's not a whole lot of schedules starting at noon one o'clock so
0: yeah, unless it's in like the summertime or something when you're real yeah. busy Because they need them to stay to later hours, like 2 to 10 or something like that. Well, usually,
1: yeah, usually those are are, uh, uh, 4 to midnights and 7.45s until 3s and crap like that. Just miserable.
0: Yeah, you've done your share of them, haven't you?
1: Oh, hang that boot up on that one.
0: (laughs) Well, hopefully you don't get any of them. You have your schedule for next week yet?
1: Yeah, it's all good. It's all – actually, I got a couple of – the overtime day I picked up for Tuesday is 9 to 6 i mean you can't get better hours than that,
0: I can't nah, that. No, so, that's awesome
1: uh, yeah so but uh yeah all of them start at seven eight and i'm off at four or five o'clock in the afternoon so that's
0: fantastic so you're so. doing a seven day run again no
1: no i'm taking monday off we're going to the flea market okay
0: so. okay well make sure you don't come home with too many fleas john yeah yeah
1: well, hopefully I can find another polynesian for my uh monorail set is what i'm
0: hoping so. yeah ching 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 well, maybe mm-hmm. you can find a couple popcorn buckets that some idiot bought and didn't know
1: incredibly unlikely but no, you just uh, never do know
0: so. no you don't i mean somebody might have yeah we we're gonna sell this for 50 bucks we'll double our money and didn't have any idea <laughs> not being smart john I mean, not everybody is Disney's as crazy as us. Like they don't everybody don't go home from Disney and get on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, you know.
1: No, and that will be the case probably in about three weeks where yeah. somebody sees it and their son wants it or their daughter wants it, and they'll grab it for 25 bucks. Okay, whatever. Uh, you know, in three or four weeks, I can see that happening. But right now, uh, you're not going to wait two and a half hours just to get a popcorn bucket because Johnny likes it, you know? <laughs> I mean,
0: so. Yeah, but what will happen is is you might find one here or there where the grandparents took the granddaughter to the parks or friends or somebody, and they had no idea. The parents will have you – because know, everybody has those – those families that don't like Disney, that the, the, somebody else took the kids to Disney and they come home with this stupid popcorn pocket they think it is. And <laughs> it sits in the house for a few weeks or a month and the kid's not using it. So they just sell it or give Donate it to somebody it. Yep. else. Yep. And then it ends up in the flea market. And the person at the flea market's like, Ain't no, as my English I'm using, ain't no Disney fan. You know what I'm talking about? They, they're in the football or something else and they'll put it on the shelf for. This plastic thing for you know, thirty bucks, and then John can find it and sell it for three hundred.
1: That would be that would be fine. So yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. But anywho, again, thanks Ben for the review. And if you need anybody needs to email us or find us, we're W D W M M S M podcast at gmail.com. So send your emails to us.
1: You and want to yell at the, John? G- yeah, and go over to the Facebook group. Uh, I mean, W D W Main Street. Uh, podcast on facebook we have both a uh, a, uh, a page just for the podcast and then we have a group page um, for the pub so uh, join both of those and then you can send us all, all kinds of messages yeah and we, nice,
0: yep and we'd love to do a trip report would you ben so give us some information and we'll hook that up and uh now i gotta get our friend judith on here some way shape or form with the schedules we all have and do her trip report because she wants to pick on you john
1: i'm sure she does
0: uh, there, she's going to tell me how wonderful and great you are And she's so thankful that I wasn't there Because she could love up on you more
1: Uh-huh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah well, You're her favorite
1: No, well, that's only because I found, uh, bought her stuff and sent it to her So. Yeah.
0: No, you're just so much nicer and better And <laughs> Tommy and her like you so much more It's okay, uh, I get oh, it Oh, God, yeah Being second fiddle to you, John, isn't too bad, you know? So. Uh, john johnny orlando well i'm actually fourth fiddle because it goes you and lisa and Brandon and me i know how it uh, is uh, yeah. uh, we'll oh see. wait i'm fifth fiddle they like jj more than me too. I, I... <laughs> actually tommy
1: did tommy kept asking where he was i wanted to Fox sports i was like well he didn't come oh, oh come on <laughs> i
0: felt
1: i felt a little ignored honestly I mean, no, come on. <laughs> no,
0: you can't beat your son john you know yeah. but anywho everybody please be kind to one another uh omicron please go away (laughs) (laughs) uh everybody be kind to one another stay safe stay six feet away wear your mask if you want to and if somebody don't want to wear theirs don't beat them up (laughs) they have the right not to so anyway everybody be kind to one another we will talk to you real soon say goodbye john Fold your strollers and take your spit bottles with you. Bye-bye, folks, and have a good week. (laughs) Uh, You should be able to pour that over that guy's head if you caught him leaving it. I agree. I agree. Yep. Bye, guys. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here.